Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, when a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today I'll be talking about the TV show Ted Lasso season 3 episode 5. The show is developed by Jason Sudeikis, Bill Lawrence, Brendan Hunt and Joe Kelly. This episode's title is Signs written by Jamie Lee and directed by Matt Lipsey. The episode begins with the voiceover of the commentators revealing Richmond has gone 7 weeks without victory. It's been a month since the West Ham match. So it's the end of Feb in Ted Lasso's timeline. Richmond falls to the 9th position on the leaderboard. They've had 3 losses. We learn that from the leaderboard and when coach Beard writes it on their whiteboard Higgy Pie reads a comment about Richmond's bad form Coach Beard wants Higgy Pie to get off Twitter that was a text from Higgy Pie's father this is how you subvert expectations Ted walks in all worked up wondering what's wrong with the team Higgy Pie says our defense is in shambles Coach Beard says our attack is stale Roy wants the team members to buy tickets if they are just going to watch Zava play. Rebecca walks in to ask a question. Are we ever going to win another fucking match? Coach Beard hides his face behind his cap. Ted answers. Well, I hear the concern in your voice and its volume. Ted assures Rebecca that they were brainstorming some solves like turning the club into a ship, pointing it to the north star and following it through. No one knows which way is north except for Coach Beard. It's too cute. I don't know whether I should be proud or concerned. The title sequence begins. Rebecca is at her regular coffee shop. John Wings Knight appears with his fiance. John and Jessica reveal how they met and how they think they are each other's soulmate. Jessica says he's my shite in nining armor. Rebecca can't believe her psychic was right. After the scene I was wondering if the psychic was just mentioning random things from Rebecca's life. It does not necessarily need to have a connection. I'm sure the makers don't want to encourage superstition but just faith in your own goddamn self. The biggest sign is you and your belief in yourself. Rebecca calls Keely. The scene transitions to Keely's phone buzzing. Keely, Jack and Barbara are amidst a discussion if KJPR should get more clients. Keely wants to stay the boutique firm that it is but Barbara disagrees. Jack sides with Keely. Shandy is still upset about the whole free banter rap thing. Jack suggests Keely should give Shandy a compliment sandwich and fire her. Keely doesn't want to fire her friend. Jack feels the worst people often think they are the best. I am definitely disappointed in Shandy but I am not thrilled about Jack and her talent dysmorphia theory either. Jack asks Keely out for lunch. Keely responds with a absolutely. I've been using this phrase throughout the Ted Lasso pod. Is that a coincidence or am I foreshadowing? In the locker room the players discuss about Anastasia and Nate going on a date. Zava is very dedicated to his wife. He doesn't care about other women. He also does not care about moving pictures. I on the other hand only care about moving pictures. They help me grow and provide a lot of learning and catharsis. I am who I am because of the moving pictures I have watched. The coaches are discussing what strategy to follow in order to win against Man City. With any possible strategy they are fucked. When Ted asks Trent to chime in he refuses because he's there just to observe. 
Trent is sipping from a rainbow cup that reads, Let the good times roll in. Ted refers to Trent as one of the sadistic nature documentarians who won't help a poor, defenseless, adorable little injured monkey about to get attacked by a pack of hyenas. Ted imitates the adorable little injured monkey. Coach Beard joins in and imitates. Roy starts to thump his chest. Trent suggests an old-school long ball game, but the team can't incorporate that so they are fucked. Ted receives a message from Michelle about Henry's school and a bullying incident. I knew in that moment that Henry would be the bully in this incident. I didn't know how or why, but I just knew. Ted assumes Henry was bullied in school. Coach Beard is ready to hop on a flight and teach that bully a lesson. Roy's revenge plan to get back at the bully is insane. As Roy explains his graphic revenge plan in excruciating detail, Trent drops his rainbow mug out of fear. Ted appreciates Roy and Coach Beard's support, but he wants to wait on the details from Michelle. In her cabin, Rebecca is eating her biscuits and looking at Ola's green matchbook. Higgy Pie appears at the door. He seeks permission to speak. He discusses how he feels the club is not headed in the right direction. Is it because of the North Star thing, Higgy Pie? He further elaborates if they don't win against Man City, they might need to think of thinking about the possibility of changing the manager. Rebecca reacts appalled. You want to fire Ted? Higgy Pie? Et tu, Brute? Higgy Pie clarifies, at what point during any of that did it seem like something I wanted to do? Rebecca changes the subject and discusses about psychics. Higgy Pie says the universe is full of things we can't explain, Rebecca. Rebecca calls Higgy Pie whimsical. I believe in Ted, but not so much in the universe. For some weird reason, Anastasia wants Nate to ask her out. Why don't you ask him out, Anastasia? Nate calls his mom as a rehearsal to ask Anastasia out. Who does that? Rebecca walks the hallway of the training facility, crosses Ted, and they greet each other as, and I quote, Rebecca, coach. They react surprised, turn to look at each other, and then walk back toward each other. Ted is aware that Rebecca feels bad about yelling at him the other day. He can be a little bit psychic. Boy, oh boy, what is happening? Rebecca reacts weirdly. Rebecca apologizes, saying she shouldn't have bullied him. Now Ted reacts weirdly because Henry had a bullying incident. At KJPR, Shandy costs Keely a client, so she fires Shandy. Shandy makes a scene at the office. I expected better out of Shandy. Rebecca goes for a checkup at Dr. Wagner. Dr. Wagner checks with Rebecca how it's going given the Richmond slump. He believes it'll all work out because she has Zawa. I think it'll work out without Zawa. Dr. Wagner is ready to help Rebecca after some blood work and imaging. You can see the glimmer of hope in Rebecca's eyes. The song You Can Do It by Ice Cube, Mac-10 and Miss Tua plays. The Richmond players are aware that they aren't playing well and their match against Man City is going to be tough. Zawa makes a speech about how Richmond will win because they work together and not because of him. A bit of foreshadowing. Ted reaches home and receives the FaceTime call from Michelle. Henry is out with Jake. Listening to this, Ted pours himself a drink instead of water. Ted learns that Henry wasn't bullied, he was the bully. Ted reacts shocked. He must be feeling that he failed as a parent. It's the Mad City match day. Keely invites Jack and Barbara for the match. Roy fist bumps the players, telling them to do things you would do to a potato. 
Peel them, slice them, cut them, mash them, eat them and outclass them. Zava is missing. Coach Beard assures Ted that Henry is a good kid because Ted is his dad. He needed to hear that. At KJPR, Keely and Jack discover an awful smell. It's none other than a lamp shitting in the conference room. This has Shandy written all over it. Nate takes Anastasia out on a date to a taste of Athens. Anastasia doesn't like the restaurant very much. Higgy Pie, the bringer of bad news to Rebecca, reveals Zava is missing. When Colin takes back Zava's place, I was like, this strong and capable man is going to win us this match. I was so wrong about the winning. Colin is totally a strong and a capable man. At KJPR, Keely and Jack light up some aromatic candles. Anastasia takes pictures of the food but complains about it. She wants Nate to feed her. Anastasia likes the food but she wants to leave. Nate reveals this place has a sentimental value in his life. Anastasia pretends to have a fake emergency and leaves. Richmond loses 4-0. Higgy Pie messages that Zava may be retiring. Rebecca receives a call from Dr. Wagner and from her expression, I think it's bad. The song Quiet by Rachel Yamagara plays. The camera tracks back from Rebecca who's alone and in the dark in her cabin. Rebecca calls up Keely. Again, the scene transitions to Keely's phone buzzing. Keely and Jack are getting drunk on Shandy's vodka. I knew they were gonna kiss. Keely makes the first move and instantly regrets and apologizes. Jack first makes Keely comfortable and then takes it forward. Jade the waitress shows empathy for Nate for the first time ever. Ted is about to get his panic attack but he receives a call from Henry. Henry apologizes and admits that he was in the wrong. He regrets not following Ted's advice. Ted's a great parent. Ted's advice was passed on from Ted's dad. Oh my god, here come the waterworks. In the locker room, the players are not taking Zawa's retirement news so well. Post the call, Ted hears a ringing sound in his head and he takes a deep breath. When he did that, I put my hand over my heart and he did the same. This is some crazy foreshadowing happening. I think the writer, director and the actor wanted to invoke this reaction out of us. This is the magic of cinema. Ted walks out to speak to the team. Ted makes a speech when the team asks him about Zawa quitting. Ted thinks it's a good thing. I'm with you on this, Ted, 100%. Ted goes on to say they have a good thing going. They don't need Zawa. They'll win with the people present in the room and they need to believe it. Just then the belief sign comes off the wall. The players think they are doomed. Ted agrees with Bumbercatch that the belief sign is just a sign. Ted takes it off the wall and tears it up even more. All react appalled. Ted says, Belief doesn't happen because you hang something up on a wall, all right? Sam smiles listening to this. Ted continues, It comes from in here, pointing at his heart. Up here, pointing at his head. Down here, pointing at his gut. Only problem is, we all got so much junk floating through us, a lot of time, we end up getting in our own way. You know crap like envy or fear or shame. Colin nods. Ted continues. I don't want to mess around with that shit anymore. You know what I mean? Do you? The players respond. No, coach. Even Ted's response is, no, me neither. Hell no. We now see a montage as Ted continues his speech. Over the shot of Nate and Jake, Ted's voice pours in. The belief that I matter, you know. 
regardless of what I do or don't achieve. Over the shot of Keely and Jack making out, Ted's voice pours in. Or the belief that we deserve to be loved, whether we've been hurt or maybe we've hurt somebody else. Roy reacts because it's about him. Cut to Rebecca looking at Ola's green matchbook in a cab. Ted's voice pours in. Or what about the belief of hope? Yeah, that's what I want to mess with. Back to Ted's close-up. Believing that things can get better, that I can get better, that we can get better. Danny and Colin nod. Ted continues. Oh man, to believe in yourself, to believe in one another. Man, that's, that's fundamental to being alive. And look, hey, if you can do that, if each of you can truly do that. Ted tears up the belief sign to more pieces. Ted says, can't nobody rip that apart. The song, come together by spiritualized plays. The camera tracks into the shredded belief sign, fade to black. The end credits begin. What I love about the writing of this show is that they built upon the belief sign and literally ripped it to shreds with a beautiful explanation. That's the mark of great writing. I bow down to the makers. Ted Lasso is everything I wanted from a show and so much more. I thought I wasn't doing a good job with the Ted Lasso pods, but I believe now that I am. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome pod mix. Thanks for listening.